Welcome to the Evolution Exchange Podcast, bringing together the best technical leaders to talk about the industry passions and challenges that they are facing. I'm Ollie Stockford from Evolution Recruitment Solutions, helping businesses connect with top tech talent. And today, I'm your host. So today, I'm delighted to be joined by a fantastic panel and discuss the topic on real-time sports video analysis with AI. I'll be joined by Tom from Balltime, Ishmael from HitCoach, and Victor from Uchi. Before we delve deeper into the topic, let's work our way around the room with some introductions. So Tom, do you want to kick us off first? Sure, yeah. Thanks, Oli. Uh, so hi, everyone. I'm Tom. I'm the founder and CEO uh, of Balltime. Uh, we are a startup uh, uh in the sports domain uh, based in Israel and the US. Um, so explaining you a little bit about uh, our product. So Bolam is a platform for team sports uh, video analytics, and we're leveraging AI and, and, and deep learning to analyze videos uh, to help coaches and athletes gain insight about the game. That includes statistics, performance analysis, and, and highlights. Um, and uh, Bolam, sorry, um, can analyze at every level of play. It's not just for the professional, so youth players, grassroots players. Uh, and there are no special hardware requirements like tracking devices or high-end camera setup, so it's a pure computer vision product. Thank you, Tom. Ishmael? Hi, uh, my name is Ismail Baran. I'm the founder and CEO of uh, HitCoach. HitCoach, it's a AI-powered app that helps um, combat sports coaches to uh, effectively and um, uh, with data-driven uh, approach to help uh, their athlete to improve their performance and also uh, prevent them from injuries. Thank you very much. And last but not least, Victor. Hi, Oliver. Thank you for the invitation. And uh, hi, everyone. So I'm Victor, CTO and co-founder at Ochi. Uh, we are building a mobile application uh, that helps runners all over the world to achieve their objectives. How we do so? We do it by analyzing the videos through our AI system. And we build a biomechanic algorithm on top of it that will analyze the runners, find the weak spot and the good things in their posture, and give them personalized analysis and exercises to help them progress in their running technique. Thank you very much. So now we're all introduced. Let's move on to the topic in focus. So we've all been discussing separately a question or statement on real-time sports video analysis with AI. As usual, I'll work around the panel asking you to give your thoughts on the, each individual question and the reasons behind it. Um, each of you will also have the opportunity to take time um, uh, and take your take on the uh, situation too. So let's start with Tom, if you don't mind. Tom, your question was, what are the, uh, some of the key benefits that AI brings to sports video analysis compared to the traditional methods in the industry? Yeah, thanks, Ollie. So I think first... Um, Maybe for our um, audience that don't know what are the traditional methods, I will first ex explain what are those. So traditionally, um, sports video has been core for many, many years to analyzing the team's performance. Uh, I'm talking about team sports, but obviously in other sports, it also applies. Um, and traditionally, um, there are two ways to do it. One is uh, you do it yourself. So you take a video, uh, you have someone from the team or the coach itself break down the video to actions. Uh, so based on that, you can create statistics or create highlights. This is very time consuming because we're going over a video of one or two hours it could take maybe three, four hours. Um, and 
a better approach to that would be to use a platform that can break down a video for you and get that uh, information for you. The problem with those platforms are usually are based on manual annotation. They have analysts that perform that behind the scenes, which means that it's both slow and expensive. So those are the traditional methods, and this is where AI comes to play. And I think that the biggest benefit of AI is um, we can bring the, the more sophisticated anal analysis that currently only the professionals have into everyone, and not just the professional teams, also the mid-tier and the lower-level teams. Uh, uh, because using AI, uh, the solution is much more affordable. We don't need to pay analysts to, to do that. We can uh, do it automatically. And um, obviously, if before you've done it manually, uh, it saves you a lot of time. And if you paid for something a little bit, most likely it was expensive. And if you're a mid-level team, you would not be able to afford it. I think with the AI, we can democratize access to top-tier analysis to all levels of play. Another really important factor is the speed of analysis. Uh, if you're doing it with analysts, um, so let's take uh, our two use cases. Either you want to do it for real-time game insights, or you want to do it post-game, so you gain some statistics about your team. Um, so hiring someone to sit in the on the badge and do it for you is expensive, and and it, it, it you know you can do it, but not a lot of teams do it. Uh, so I will focus more on, on doing it post-game. Usually when you send it to those platforms and do it for you, it takes like 24 to 48 hours. So it, it's a really long lag until you get the, the, the results. And uh, I think in sports, what is very important is the time of analysis because your muscle memory, you have, it, when you remember the things you've done and you see them again right after, it's a, it's a big difference if you see it 48 hours later. And sometimes teams have tournaments that they needed data uh, ready, not in such huge lag. And with AI, uh, we can get that either instantly if the system is running in real time or uh, in an hour or two delay, which is a huge, huge difference. Um, another uh, big, big benefit is scalability. So uh, ball time is currently mostly focused on volleyball, but it's it's a multi-sport platform. Uh, but in volleyball, you have tournaments where there are 160 courts running at the same time. This is insane. Like there is this tournament uh, in the US called the AAUs. Uh, they have 160 courts. Uh, and obviously when you are doing it with manual breakdown, those guys cannot handle this kind of load, uh, at least not in a reasonable SLA. And AI, you just spin out more servers and it can and it can, it can deal with that. Um, another one is consistency. Uh, I think like, when you do it manually, people get tired, they miss things, they do things differently, they were trained differently, and you just get inconsistent results. Although, uh, and I think some of, of the panel will discuss that later, there are some difficulties in doing it with AI in an accurate way, but at least it's consistent uh, in terms of ranking quality of actions, for example. Um, so this is also a big, big, big factor. Uh, and, and lastly, I want to talk about the kind of data you can extract with AI that you cannot extract with manual breakdown. Um, so one, one example in particular that we do in ball time, we can uh, extract the position of the ball in the game for every frame of the video. Obviously, you can do it manually. It just takes an infinite amount of time, probably, and nobody really does it. And based on that, you can do a lot of interesting things. Uh, I'll just give you two examples. The first is uh, we can create vertical reels automatically. And just to explain what it means, uh, a lot of people, a lot of athletes create those 
highlights for social uh, in order to demonstrate their skills. Uh, and uh, usually uh, in social, it's a vertical uh, video, uh, but they filmed the video originally horizontal. So with the ball tracking, we can follow the action in the game and create this video automatically for the user before they were using video editing software to follow the action. It takes a lot of time. This is one example. And the other is um, we, we can also analyze the ball movement in order to uh, extract this really interesting positional data of uh, players' uh, attack tendencies. This is something specific to volleyball, but it applies to almost every ball sport uh, that you can see uh, the ball location and, and where it ended up and draw those lines over time and understand the patterns of the team you're scouting, for example. This is something that's very, very hard to do accurately uh, by human analyst. And just touching one little point uh, that is similar to that there, a lot of tracking data also can be extracted by AI. Like uh, you can, we can track the positions of the player every frame, and based on that, we can calculate running distance, average speed, maximum speed, vertical jump height. A lot of those um, uh, different data points that it's not even possible to extract manually. Um, and, and 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 finally, I think also um, we can also analyze not just games that players are wearing the jersey numbers uh like jersey with the numbers on the back of them because the ai can recognize the visual appearance of of the players which you know if you are the coach of the team maybe you can do but you cannot outsource it to an excel platform because they don't know those players especially when the film it's on the back so there are a lot of different data points that we can extract that just humans cannot and i think just to summarize um everything that i said i think that the main benefit is AI can cater both the lower level of play and the high level. And, and the high level is it's more about, they, they have the solution and the budget. It's more about giving them insights that couldn't attain before. Uh, and, and this is where AI could help the, the high level teams. And the lower level teams, I think it's even more interesting, is making it even accessible because they right now they don't have those tools. And once they have those tools that can work at a reasonable cost and at scale, they can now do a lot of things and the coach can focus on coaching the team, on being in the athletes, on, on doing more than before instead of spending time on that. So I think that, um, and, 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 and I, I'm, I'm sure everyone in the panel would agree and there are a lot of benefits to having AI uh, replace the traditional human methods in, in sports analytics. Perfect. Thank you, Tom. It's probably a question that I could probably have cut down in quite a few segments. There's that many benefits. And I really appreciate you also discussing, you know, the, the traditional methods as well for, for the listeners that may not know what they are. So, um, yeah, appreciate that. Is there any thoughts that you could add, Ishmael or, or Victor there um, to, to Tom's points? Any additional benefits or anything that maybe uh, your companies use? Um, <clears throat> from, let's see, um, uh, I will partially, let's say, uh, complement his his uh, his thoughts and also repeat some of the information that he said as well uh, by also answering the question that you uh, uh, you were thinking to ask on how those AI uh, forward video analysis will impact the coaching and athletes uh, training in general. So um, from my point of view, AI and computer vision are really shaping um, the, the the sport uh, for good and for forever, I think. And with AI, will not also uh, only democratize the technology and make it accessible for more coaches and more athletes, but we will also um, get have a, a role, 
we will be able to, to not only rely on our intuition and subjective view, but we will give them measurable and data-driven feedback. So, and in that way, with this new approach where, and video analysis, we will support the entire process of training, um, the way that we measure, the way we would track and analyze and be able to fine tune the small element that will make the huge difference on the result. And um, uh, that's also allow athlete and coach to refine uh, the way um, that they will be measuring performance, the way they, that will uh, correct their technique. And we will uh, basically <coughs> ease uh, the, the measurement, the tracking, uh, the way that we extract the analysis. Uh, and we will be able to do that more frequently because it's easier and faster. And we will be able to have uh, those data uh, more uh, on quantitatively and also qualitatively. And um, all of those uh, this elements will help athlete and coach to be more effective and successful. And it can also reduce the risk of injury in the long term. Uh, if we have to list uh, some element that will help them to, to, to prevent that, it's like if we correct the technique of the athlete, we will be able to avoid unnecessary movement and uh, wrong movement that will impact uh, heaven and, and get them injured. And we will also be able to customize the, the, the training and avoid overtraining syndrome in the long term. We, we will be able to have more effective training and really focus on the one that really leads benefit and leads uh, result instead of just questioning uh, if a training will have any kind of impact, we will be able to measure it uh, early on with uh, computer vision and uh, along the way uh, as well. And uh, yeah, overall, I think AI and computer vision are really uh, making sport safer, more efficient and more successful for everyone involved uh, in the sports. And uh, yeah, that's all. Perfect. Thank you, Ismail. Victor, any thoughts there uh, to add to uh, both Tom's points and also uh, a bit of Ismail's uh, question there as well? Sure, sure. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's very broad and uh, an interesting subject, and uh, it's it's very uh, very good because it linked a lot to how we came up to build Ochi. Uh, just to to relate, um, so our CEO and founder uh, Calden used to be a, a high level athlete in uh, 400 meters. And uh, he used to injure himself a lot uh, during practice, training and stuff. And uh, the way out, the way he got out of those injuries was to go to a, a, a laboratory, uh, correct me if I'm wrong with the word, uh, where he could do very uh, intensive biomechanical analysis when where experts would then analyze those data and uh, help him uh, working on the good muscles to 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 then prevent injuries in 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 the next run. So our 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 view was why would only top athletes would benefit of of such a, such, such um, analysis. Um, today we see the barrier uh, getting down with computer vision. We see that we are able to provide such services to each and every one and give them the ability to actually improve and and have the same the same, well, analysis as top level athletes. Uh, right now, there are a lot of barriers in computer vision, I would say, that need to be crossed to, to achieve the, the same level of accuracy as a, as a laboratory. But it's getting closer and closer. And every day, 
uh, each athlete can have a better analysis that can truly help improve. So this is great because as we said previously, as you both said, it, it gives new insight. Uh, also, the data can relate to the athlete as a person and not as, um, let's say, a generic item. It's something where you can take into account multiple variables. And as we progress, we will have more and more parameters, such as height, weight, speed, and all those factors uh, will help to have a better understanding on the movement and the way the, the athlete uh, is uh, is using his body to 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 perform. Uh, so this is great to to have all these tools. To first, I think in the we are in in the stage where it's all about measurement, and um, and it's it's very great that AI can provide such metrics. Those metrics were already used before by coaches, by by uh, institutions like laboratories. So this is great that we are able to automate and save time on uh, on calculating those metrics. And I think it's even uh, it's even more uh, interesting to see where it leads. It leads to actually being able to 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 leverage data on a long time. So usually before, when you were pushing the research field into health and sports, you would have to make some research and uh, actually analyze data on athletes once they were injured. Now, now you will be able to make the link between previous state of the athletes and the injured state and see what happens clearly to prevent that the next time. So we became, we, we are getting in more and more in the field where it's possible to anticipate injuries and we will be able to push the further the research uh, to understand the movement of, uh, of athletes and help them perform better. So very glad to participate in uh, in such evolution in the practice to help uh, coaches and athletes to perform. Um, I would say on the last point uh, that usually in the traditional ways, coaches have a way to to analyze the athletes uh, from the measurements, from their eyes, from the sense. We can go beyond that now, and it allows one crucial thing. I would say it's the um, the 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 fall of uh, of misbelief. We see a lot of coaches that uh, actually um, give wrong advices to to athletes based on their knowledge that haven't uh, increased over the year. Um, they were they were taught a certain way to improve athletes, and they followed the guideline all over well the years. And now through data and a huge volume of data and the research getting improved. We are able to much more uniformize and understand in a more clutch way the way people move. So this way, um, top level coach won't be the only one to be able to advise very well the athletes. It will be available to anyone. And we are glad of that. Perfect. Thank you, Victor. And, and kind of, kind of uh, staying with you a little bit longer if possible, just to kind of uh, expand on your uh, statement that we discussed previously. So the advice that you would actually give to sports organisations, and we can potentially open this out to Tom and Ishmael as well, because um, I'm cautious of, um, you know, you obviously just spoke quite a bit, so I don't want to, um, I don't want you to uh, get bored of talking almost, but uh, your advice that you'd give to sports organisations to adopt AI for video analysis, and obviously you've mentioned what you've done at Opti and, and, and the sort of um, calibrations you've done there, that maybe other companies can take note, but is there any further advice that you'd give? I think it uh, it comes down to steps. 
Um, the first steps, I think is the most obvious one, is to actually use AI to get insight, but on metrics. So first, you get all the experts in your, in your club, your company, your organization, and you leverage the data, the insight to give clarity and to tailor the, the evolution of athletes. So this is the most obvious way. The second thing is to actually uh, go further. So I think the next step is to go uh, hand in hand from data AI driven companies and clubs and experts to push further on how we can help athletes uh, improve. So my advice is as a company, uh, a club or else, you should uh, really get into into the field like you should work and in hand in the with a with a data ai company uh, like ochi to work to create a better system that will improve over time so this way uh we all benefit from 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 such a thing it's not only like on one hand there is ai driven company on the other end there's the research and on the other end there is the end consumer it's more of a, an ecosystem where we have to work hand in hand to to actually provide the best service possible to the athletes so this comes through collaboration and um, jump into it join the train thank you very much victor uh, ishmael anything to add there to uh, victor's points um nothing in particular i mean uh it, he said mostly all the points that were need to be said uh, yeah, definitely. This is something that uh, every coach and every athlete should be open. Uh, and uh, this is something that will leverage not only athlete performance, but also the way that coach will uh, will give their uh, coaching, basically. And this is something that will, uh, some some are thinking that AI will replace jobs, etc. But uh, I mean, it will not replace it. It will enhance uh, uh, the, the job of coaches and athletes. And it will uh, leverage them in a, in a new level that we weren't able to to, to 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 succeed so far. Yeah. Interesting point there, Ismail. I think that that is something that a lot of people can take note of. I don't, I don't think in many things it will replace people as such. Um, yeah. You're right, enhancing their day to day and allowing them to uh, do such practice more effectively um, is is probably the right way of. Putting it so thank you for that tom anything to add on that point yeah i think that i would agree with victor that there's a lot of benefits for organization to adopt the ai but uh, also we should be cautious uh because we cannot promise the world right now is like there are limitations and organizations need to know that and uh, for example we when we are approaching customers we are very upfront about where we are and when we where we will be so it's very important to manage expectations because um those things take time but they, they are improving uh, this is the nice thing about ai it keeps improving it's not just okay what we have now and, and that that this is it um so having the customer part of the process uh, in a collaborative way and telling them this is where we are this is where, where we will get your feedback helps us and and for example um in, in our case in bottom when a user uh edits the ai prediction it's feed in the model and we train and build a better model and when you tell that to the users they're they're excited about it they feel part of the process and they really are so i think it's uh, just expanding on victor point of like how to create its ecosystem is first about being upfront about where we are and then 
once you know someone is already a doctor enough to be uh, to want to be on board then great but there are some people that perfect thank you tom um and then i suppose a question to you all here which um i'm interested to find out what each individual uh of you your thoughts are on this question so it's a big one and i think it can add many layers so i'm interested and i'm interested to find out how long this will take to answer because there could be many things so what role do you think AI will play in sports video analysis in the next five to 10 years? And we could be thinking of anything here. Um, so let's try and keep it <laughs> a little bit uh, within reason. Um, but, you know, let's go with you, Victor, first. Uh, you get the, the first chance of uh, putting your take on it. Where do you think AI will play? Oh, it's, this is such a broad question. Uh, of course, I see many fields where AI will will in sports uh, will will change everything. Um, let's start with the the fan uh, experience. Like right now, when we look uh, at a match of uh, any sport, uh, it's very dry. It's you see the people perform and some other people commenting what's happening. And I think what's missing there it's uh, it's real-time data uh, that can help the user visualize in other way what's happening. Um, we can see that in the future, of course, AI will be part of that, uh, where in real time you'll see maybe data charts or anything. It's more like in the field of data visualization. So so a, a way to present data to the to the well customer or the audience that will be very interesting and that will bring something new to to, to game uh, of sports in general. Um, I think this will be very interesting to, to see what people come up with when it comes to data visualization that is at the same time give, give insight, insight, but at the same time is in entertaining. I think it, it, will, it will be very interesting. Um, on the other hand, um, I can see a place where, if, like I was saying previously, uh, data will drive, drive the, the, the performance and the, how would you say, um, prevent, uh, well, the field of preventing injuries as well. Um, well, I, I'll let you guys uh, continue on that while I gather more thoughts on that. <laughs> Thank you, Victor. Uh, Tom, anything to add here? Yeah, I think that specifically, in regarding to um, coaching tools and, and analysis, uh, I'm not talking about a fan engagement side. I think Victor covered it well. I think that for, for the team's self-improvement process, I don't see a world where, where AI is not the, the, the only solution or the main solution. Obviously, uh, as, as Shimalo said, like, it, it cannot replace the coach. It can enhance, but it will definitely replace the process of going over videos manually and breaking them down. I don't see everything that humans would do that because it's a very repetitive task. And I'm sure that this would be replaced by AI. It's just a question of when it will be accurate enough to fully replace it on every level. And I think that um, this in turn will just free up a lot of time for a lot of people to focus on more things and improve their teams more and it will just make every sport progress much faster and it's really exciting uh because now uh it's 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 like uh you know when when a record is broken every few years and it's more about individual sports but in this sports it's a little bit harder to measure but it will just 
um, accelerate that process. Uh, and it's really, really exciting to, to see. And, and, and what will, and, and this is just a basic level. And on top of that, there could be a lot of further insights that we can extract from the game to improve the teams that we cannot even think about now. So, yeah, I would say there are two layers to that. One is replacing the laborious uh, and repetitive part. Uh, and after after that, it's like extracting new information out of the game. And both in turn will improve the, the level of play in all teams. Perfect. Cheers, Tom. Uh, Ismail, anything? Yeah, I think AI, it's already playing a, a significant uh, role in sports uh, uh, with video analysis. And uh, this impact, I think, will grow year after year and will have more impact uh, in the way that we, we do sport, in the way that we measure uh, the performance, in the way that we watch, as uh, Victor said, the fan engagement will uh, uh, be hugely um, increased and we will be like part of the game uh, with the new uh, technology advancement. And we will also be able to help referees, for example, to, to to make more uh, good judgment. Uh, this is already happening in football, for example, there, there's some kind of pilot that help uh, uh, the, the referees to make the right decision when uh, the things happen. And we will also help to um, have more insight and more uh, thought on what will be the outcome of any kind of game uh, with the prediction that we could uh, basically put in place and, and know and make some kind of strategy uh, and, and tactics to um, how to play games and, and so on. Yeah, that's, I think that the, the impact, it's already uh, making a huge uh, dent in, in the world right now and it will become uh, bigger and bigger. Thank you, Ishmael. And uh, Victor must have thought of something else to add to uh, to his point, so I'll come back to you, Victor. I I, uh, I definitely agree with what, what Tom said about... Uh... Uh, the timeline, like, uh, of course, uh, at first will be measurement and coach um, else will be able to, to, to base their coaching on, on those measurements. And I do agree as well that if we are talking about a five to 10 years span, uh, to me, it seems obvious that coach and coaches will be less and less uh, actually focusing on movement and uh, execution of the athlete because of the place AI will have. But they will have a much more, well, not important, but a different place, I would say, a place where it's actually more on the human side and how you can make sure that the athletes are in an environment that is fitting to them, uh, are sure they are in a, in a good wealth, are in a good mental well-being. Also, you can make sure that coaches uh, in, in sport team will make sure that there is a good cohesion in the team more. It will much be a much more important part on their role uh, rather than, uh, than a more mechanical part. Um, the other thing I wanted to, to say is that when we talk about place of AI in five to 10 years, we have to, to, to take the place of research as well because um, Obviously, the AI have to go hand in hand with uh, with biomechanical research, to say the least. Uh, understanding the movement of uh, of human body is is very very complex and very tailored to one's experience, what has happened before, and how the way he, he practiced in the past. So um, those data will be missing, and um, it will be very important to to move forward with the research. And I think. Uh, this might be the blocking factor to actually 
evolving uh, rather than the technology, I think the research is moving much more slower. And uh, today, uh, even if you base your, your research and at Ochi, that's what we do. We, we always work on the latest papers on biomechanics and stuff to, to actually understand the movement. And there is so much more to do in that field that uh, I think the technology will evolve much more faster than this field. So this is why at some point, uh, maybe they might merge together and try to advance, but that's pure speculation. I, I hope the human factor uh, will not block the technology on that path and that will be able to work hand in hand. Um, so yeah, that's what I wanted to add. Perfect. I knew there'd be some form of speculation and that question. So thank you for that. And thank you to all three of you for your points made during today's podcast. It's a topic that really did and probably didn't uncover as much as we could have had time for um, with the layers that, that you know, video analysis um, in sports with the eye can uncover. So thank you all for your takes um, and your contributions. That was today's Evolution Exchange podcast. Our thanks to our guests for joining us today and sharing their views with us. And we'd like to thank you for listening and hope you can join us again next time.